It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to Girls in Golf. I'm Lex, joined by Sarah, and today we are going to give a little bit of um, insight into ourselves by telling you what we're most thankful for after Thanksgiving and then um, giving you a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks. So Sarah, how was your Thanksgiving and what's something that you're thankful for in this crazy year of 2020? Uh, It was good. It was definitely a different Thanksgiving by far. Um, I actually didn't go home to see family this year just so to make sure everyone would stay safe. Um, so I kept it real quaint and it was just me and my boyfriend and we made great food and watched movies and we're just very antisocial <laughs> for the better cause. Um, but I, don't think, go- I don't think it's classified as antisocial anymore because yeah, it's like socially distancing, <laughs> I should say. Um, but kind of going off of that, that's what I'm grateful for. Um, my family so far has been very healthy. No one has gotten sick with anything, including COVID. And I know there's a lot of people out there who cannot say the same. So um, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm very lucky and blessed and I, I hope that continues, um, you know, just keeping everybody safe and healthy. What about you, Lex? Um, I agree a hundred percent. I'm very thankful. My family and my friends have been able to be healthy throughout this entire year. Um, And I also spent Thanksgiving with my boyfriend and a couple uh, members of his family who we've actually seen throughout the quarantine period. So um, it was it was really nice. And it was the first holiday in 28 years that I have not seen my parents. So as an only child, (laughs) that was a little different. But um, I called them and uh, they they spent it with my aunts who live down the road. And, um, you know, we just we talked about like how lucky we are that we can still call and say hi. And like, it's really, it's okay. Um, because there are a lot of people who didn't have that option this year. And so we're just, uh, hoping to see the other side of it real, real soon. But, um, other than that, we hope everyone else had a lovely Thanksgiving and that, um, you are planning for a safe holiday, whether, no matter what you celebrate in December, but, It is now the last month of 2020, and that is going to bring us to the last major of the year in golf, which is what we mostly talk about on this podcast. Um, So the U.S. Women's Open is coming to Houston um, next week, and we I did say last week that we would have Kira Dixon on the podcast. She's not going to be on this podcast. She's going to be on the next one. Um, because she's doing some work with the USGA and we think she can give you a really um, interesting set of insight um, as to what she sees at a major from a media perspective. Um, But I had the chance to talk to somebody else this week, didn't I, Sarah? Yes, you did. So last major of the year, our last podcast as well, and you had the opportunity to catch up with Madeline Segstrom. Uh, She won her first tournament this year and is now heading into her fourth U.S. Women's Open. So, Madeline, you um, just got back from a trip home a little while ago, and I know I saw on your Instagram that it was a time for you to reset and recharge. Can you describe a little bit the perspective that you get when you go home? Well, I think 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody, and I was here in America by myself for a three month stretch without, I don't have any family over here. So 
I kind of really needed the time to go home and recharge and just uh, kind of fuel up on the person, Madeline, and not just the golfer. So that was kind of the whole reason why I went back home to begin with. And it's just, it's just nice. It just makes me really humble and really appreciate like where I grew up and where I came from every time I go back, um, coming from Sweden, a small town in Sweden, and then looking, looking at where I'm at now, it's just really, it, it just keeps me centered. It gives me perspective. So now that you are back in the States and you're going to play in your fourth U S women's open, what's your mindset going into, um, Houston? Well, I think right now everybody's just happy to play golf. It's been such a strange year, so we're we're just trying to prepare the best we can. It's uh, it's kind of weird playing a, a women's open in, in December, but it's gonna be interesting. It's probably gonna be a bit chilly, but it'll be fun. I mean, playing major golf is what we're here for, what we dream about. So I'm I'm really excited for the test and just see how how the courses are. Is there any difference when you go into a major um, and you've already won this year, like in how you look at it? I think winning in general just kind of helps that first ease to be like, okay, I can do this. I, I can be out here and I can play against the best. So I think obviously that first win, it's the hardest. And then you're hoping that it's just going to tumble on from there. Um, and I think for me, that win early this year really meant a lot, both for my, um, just how I view my game and how I view myself too. So I'm, I mean, I'm hoping to play some really good golf soon again. And if it's not in the end of this year, I'm hoping for 2021. What do you feel most confident in in your game right now? I've always been really comfortable on the greens. I do really, I mean, when I putt really well, I score really well. So I'm just trying to get that momentum and give myself chances right now. Uh, I've been striking the ball better. Uh, the biggest change I've seen over the, both this last off season and during co uh, quarantine is my improvement in my short game. So I can see how hopefully soon I'll be able to put all those pieces together, but um, I'm trying to give myself a little bit more chances. So I, if we could give something to, you know, golfers at home who are playing um, in this quarantine as well, and you've worked on your short game a lot, how do you, um, you know, what's a tip off of like a tight lie or like 40 yards and in? Well, I would say I live in Florida. So, I mean, we played in Tampa last week and it was, uh, it was really grainy. And I think that once one, when, when the grass gets quite difficult to judge, I, I like to put my club up on the toe, just take away the leading edge and take away the bounce and just really kind of hit the shots more like a putt. And that short literally saved me last week. I, I was able to play for four rounds and that just, just having that shot around the greens and just being a little bit more consistent from those really grainy lines uh, are just really, really important, both in tropical weather and Florida. What about your driver? It was something that you were pretty confident in um, earlier in the year. How are you feeling with it now? And um, what is something that you do to keep that in check? I'm still driving the ball phenomenally. I, I mean, I love the new, the new clubs coming out and I've just been hitting it super nice. I kind of went into the uh, different mindset beginning of this year and just focusing more on hitting more fairways. And um, that's kind of still the mindset that I have. I, I don't try to bomb it across the world all the time anymore. Um, but I think that for me, it's just really important to go out and not worry about where I'm gonna, where I'm going to miss it because then I'm going to make a defensive swing. So every every time I just stand up to the ball, I'm just okay. Let's let it go. Just swing it, and that's kind of been my mantra over these last few months, and just not trying to hold back. 
just a couple more things um, before I let you go. I We talked to Marina Alex last week and we asked her because distance and chasing distance is such a big trend on the men's tour. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the women have always been long. And I know that a couple of ladies have used a longer driver shaft um, longer than standard. What do you think about that trend? I think that the way the courses are set up for us now, it's not, um, it's not really as significant to hit those really long drives. Cause I mean, you see, and anybody can win on the LPGA. You see people hitting it really short and you see people hitting it really far. So I think just the consistency of shooting good scores and not, not making too many bogeys are what really matters. Um, I'm personally fortunate to still hit it far. Like I don't have that issue with, um, trying to seek more distance. I'm just trying to seek more consistency. So I'm kind of stuck in that bubble. I'm like, it's fine. You know, it's okay. <laughs> what would you say to the average golfer though? That's like out there just really trying to get after it all the time. And then, you know, still makes bogey because of other mistakes. Well, I always consider, I mean, it's better that I really know how far my six iron goes rather than me getting 10 more yards one time and then t- 10 yards shorter the next time. So I'm I'm really having, I have a number in my mind where I'm trying to be consistent at because I know also if I'm going to start swinging it harder, then the ball's going to go a bit more inconsistent. So I'm just having a number in my head. This is how far I want to carry my driver. This is where I know I'm playing my best. And then I try to stick to that and just get really consistent rather than just always trying to hit it farther because I don't really think you're going to shoot the best score from that. Take it from a professional. Madeline, I hope <laughs> you I hope you have a great week out in Houston. We will be rooting for you and um, hopefully we'll see you soon on Girls and Golf. Thank you. So that was a great interview with Madeline. It was good to catch up. I think we've had her on the podcast three times now this year, which has been um, a really cool part about 2020 is our access to tour players. And Sarah, I found it super interesting that she said she'd rather see more consistency in her in all of her clubs, but also her long irons rather than chasing distance and going driver wedge. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I think it doesn't really matter how you get there. Use whatever club you like and, you know, you can have a great shot, but if it's not in the right direction, if you don't have that consistency, it, it doesn't matter. So I, I fully agree with what Madeline said. Yeah, so we're really excited to see um, what Madeline does going into the tournament as uh, a winner this year. And, you know, next week we're going to talk to Kira Dixon. And actually, I'm working on a second guest, which hopefully will come to fruition, um, possibly a former U.S. Women's Open champion. So um, we are very excited to see the ladies play the last major of the year at the Champions Golf Club in Houston. They have two wonderful golf courses there so um, that the ladies don't have to chase daylight, at least for the first few rounds. Um, And we will have more on the U.S. Women's Open next week on Girls and Golf.